Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. Prepare to gag, yeah! Hi everybody, and welcome to Radio Gag, the weekly Gays Against Guns show. And on election day for midterms 2022. And every day, Radio Gag is your weekly update on how to end the real-life horror that is the American gun violence epidemic. I'm Sean Stefanik. And I'm Sarah Germain Lilly. It was so great to talk with listeners for the last two weeks on Radio Gag. We're going to do it again soon, but today we want to update you on the gun violence prevention news and explore the impact the issue of gun violence is making on the 2022 midterms with Barry Graubart, gun violence prevention legislative lead for New York Moms Demand Action, and Julia Larkin, grassroots organizer with the Democratic Congress Campaign Committee. So much is at stake. Reproductive rights, gun violence prevention, climate change, immigration, and the state of our economy. We urge everyone who's eligible to vote and turn over the ballot to vote on the important initiatives before New York voters. And many of us from both parties have been canvassing and phone and text banking to get out the vote. Meanwhile, Rise and Resist joined Fight Back Bay Ridge in a rally last week. And we have a clip of Ms. Virginia Vitsum speaking at the No Maga Maliatakis event. But first, the gun violence prevention news from Robert DeDominic. <laughs> This is Robert Dominic reporting for GAG Radio, November 8th, 2022. In the United States, in 2022, it is illegal to hand out bottles of water or food to voters waiting in line to exercise their American rights. In the United States, in 2022, it is perfectly legal to sit 50 feet away from polling sites, dressed in combat tactical gear and wielding AR-15s. And as many people have been asking when hearing stories like this time and time again, no, this is not a story reported on by The Onion. This is a true, factual story happening right now in America. In Mesa, Arizona, an election monitoring group. What does that even mean, election monitoring group? By the name of Clean Elections USA, ugh, is on the job. Quote, watching early voting for signs of fraud. Whatever. That is smoke and mirrors. You have armed vigilantes, faces covered, of course, trying to intimidate and scare people not to vote. Elections officials released a joint statement saying, uniform vigilantes outside Maricopa County's drop boxes are not increasing election integrity. Instead, they are leading to voter intimidation complaints. We need to do more than complain. But since the now disgraced, twice impeached, one-term former POTUS appointed corrupt judges across the land, tactics like this are being ruled constitutional. Trump voters, another consequence of your vote. We told you over and over things like this would happen, and you still chose the con man, the grifter, the insurrectionist, the five-time draft dodger. The corrupt judge did rule that the violent extremists had to stay 75 feet away from drop boxes and were not allowed to follow or speak to voters. They were also told they couldn't openly carry weapons. 
they didn't seem to get that message apparently, two voter advocacy groups got on the case and are aiming to stop these bullying intimidation tactics. New York Congresswoman and all-around badass Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez called a spade a spade, declaring an environment of fascism. AOC went on to say, This type of intimidation at the polls brings us to Jim Crow. It brings us back and harkens back to a very unique form of American apartheid that is not that long past to go. Attorney General Merrick Garland promises a free and fair election, stating in a press conference, the Justice Department has an obligation to guarantee a free and fair vote by everyone who's qualified to vote and will not permit voters to be intimidated. Stay safe out there, folks voting. This is Robert Dominic reporting for Gag Radio. Sean, can you tell us a little bit about our next guest, Barry Graubart? Absolutely. As you mentioned earlier, Barry Graubart does a lot of the uh, legal legislative stuff with Moms Demand Action concerning guns and the gun violence epidemic that we are all here in this movement fighting. He always has such a keen and precise viewpoint on things, uh, you know, on on the subject of uh, gun violence and policy, you know, being that that's his line of work with Moms Demand Actions, he's always gives us a very clear point of view and and opinion. So it's always very rewarding to have him here on the show. Well, I asked him to tell us about the impact of the issue of gun violence on the 2022 midterms. Let's have a listen. Well, listeners, we're so privileged today to have Barry Graubart back on our show. He is the legislative lead for Moms Demand Action in New York. Barry, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks, Sarah. Always great to be chatting with you. Yeah. So we would love to hear what you think. Uh, How has the issue of gun violence impacted this midterm election overall? What are you thinking? Yeah. You know, so if you look at the, you know, the reputable polls or even maybe the disreputable polls, the the biggest issue in in the midterm are clearly economic issues, right? I think eight and 10 voters say it's really important to them. You know, but digging into the, the, the latest Pew Research poll, um, the economy is clearly number one. And then you look down the list, it's followed by democracy, which means different things to different people. Uh, education, healthcare, energy, crime, election, security, guns, abortion policies, Supreme Court, and, and immigration. I think that rounds out the top. Well, that's 11. So there's two ways to look at this. I think clearly gun violence is a lower priority maybe than the economy or gas prices. But in that poll, 57% of voters said that guns was a very important issue, right? That's just slightly ahead of the 56% who said abortion was very important. Uh, And when I look at key races across the country, right, the differences between Democrats holding the Senate we're losing it, let's say, most of those races are going to come down to one, two, maybe three points or less, right? So when races are this close, you don't need gun violence to be the number one issue for it to make a difference. You know, take a look at suburban moms, for example, who could be the deciding vote in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. I did some canvassing there over the last uh, couple of months. Um, gun violence prevention, maybe with 
bodily autonomy and healthcare could be the deciding factor for those suburban moms to support Democrats, right? And there are tons of communities like that around the country. You know, Fetterman has clearly delineated his support for common sense gun laws in that race. You know, in Nevada, Catherine Cortez Masto has spotlighted her support for that bipartisan Safer Communities Act that was signed into law. Reverend Warnock in Georgia is focused on gun violence prevention. Even Ohio, where it's all been the economy, the economy, the economy. Tim Ryan has repeatedly spoken about the need for common sense gun laws as a way to differentiate himself from J.D. Vance. Great, great. And, you know, I think back uh, 10 years ago when gun violence was not even an issue on these platforms, we were not going to the polls for to vote for a candidate who was progressive enough to support gun control, gun regulation, gun violence prevention. What do you think about our local races now? Um, how is that uh, same these same issues impacting New York? So, you know, with well-informed, you know, a well-informed electorate would look and say, oh, gun violence today is a tiny, tiny fraction of what it was 20 years ago, and crime is a tiny fraction of what it was. But we know that here in New York, Lee Zeldin has made crime the centerpiece of his campaign for governor against Kathy Hochul. Uh, and when I look at the purple districts on Long Island and throughout the Hudson Valley, um, Republican candidates have completely misled voters about bail reform, suggesting that you know violent offenders are being released, even though the law would prohibit that. Um, so despite the fact that crime in New York is lower than it is in most states, it's become a real rallying cry here for the right. Uh, and when I look at the governor's race, there's a pretty clear difference between the candidates on, on guns, right? Kathy Hochul passed a series of 10 gun violence prevention bills uh, following the, the mass shooting in Buffalo. Uh, and then she brought the legislature back for a special session to address uh, the, the, the new issues caused by the Bruin court ruling. Um, and, you know, on the other side, you got Lee Zeldin, who's been calling for the repeal of the SAFE Act for years. He opposed our red flag laws. He applauded the Bruin decision. Yay, go, put, have guns on subways. You know, and he's even called for those kind of Florida style stand your ground laws here in New York. Right. So you could not have a more clear difference between them. And I think the groups, you know, or groups like GAG, groups like Moms Demand, but also groups like Indivisible and the candidates themselves. I was up knocking doors uh, for Pat Ryan in Ulster County, and I was knocking doors for Josh Riley up in, you know, again, Hudson Valley. And these are not, you know, these are these are areas where you never would have mentioned that issue as you say, even five years ago. And, and both of them were out front with this saying, we are here to protect families. And, and, and the gun violence issue there is playing well. The folks who are, you know, the repeal, who have the repeal the SAFE Act signs on their front lawn, we're never going to vote for Democrats. But there's a lot, again, those suburban moms in those communities are, are supporting uh, our positions on this issue. So the candidates have not shied away from it. You know, again, there'll be plenty of time to just, you know, to analyze and guess at what were the key factors. But I do think just as, you know, women's health and other issues, I think gun violence is certainly going to be there enough to, to nudge uh, some of our voters forward. Uh, hopefully the youth vote are going to turn out. You know, I'm seeing conflicting articles about the turnout in the youth vote in different communities. And we know that reproductive health and gun violence are two of the key issues that, that are going to motivate them. So we will see, but I'm hopeful.
Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today, Barry Graubart from Moms Demand Action, New York Legislative Lead. And uh, we'll tap your shoulder in a couple of weeks for some post, um, post-election analysis as well. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Sharon. Hopefully I won't still be curled in the corner, uh, you know, in a fetal position uh, over, over the results. I'm hoping uh, we get at least uh, hold the Senate. We'll see what happens. Great. Okay. You're listening to Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show on WBAI 99.5 FM. WBAI is a truly commercial free radio station, and we rely on our listeners for support. We're asking you to call 212-209-2950 and pledge your support for Radio Gag and WBAI for as little as $10 a month or make a one-time contribution of $60 or more. Please become a BAI buddy in the name of Radio Gag, and you can choose a premium from the website as a special thank you gift when you contribute to WBAI Free Speech Radio. Go to give to WBAI.org. That's give to WBAI.org or call 212-209-2950. And thank you. Sean, I had some great experiences working to get out the vote this week. I headed over to Bay Ridge to the rally, and that's where I met Julia Larkin, a grassroots organizer for the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, and she agreed to be on our show today. I think it's so exciting when youth get involved in politics. Sean, do you have some experience with that? You know, I I can't say that I had too much experience as a youth getting involved with politics, though I can honestly say I really wish I did. I wish, you know, that I was more aware of what was going on at that age. But I do think it's a wonderful thing that there are so many youth that are getting involved with that. And and especially since being involved with GAG and seeing, you know, what uh, David Hogg and uh, X, you know, formerly uh, Emma Gonzalez uh, and uh, the park students have done it's very encouraging and it is very um is very um uplifting to see it it gives you a a positive uh, more of a positive feeling well that's what we're looking forward to um and you are going to hear from julia larkin right now good afternoon listeners I contacted Julia Larkin. So Julia is a member of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, and she's a grassroots organizer. She's been a lifelong Bay Ridge resident. And I met her when I was out uh, canvassing for one of the candidates. So um, Julia, how are you doing today? Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm doing well, just energized um, for election day. Great. So, Julia, we wanted to ask you specifically, how do you feel that the issue of gun violence has impacted uh, these 2022 midterm elections? Yeah, um, I think the issue of gun violence um, is going to play a big impact in voter turnout um, this cycle. I think we saw that in 2018, especially after the shootings at Parkland High School. 
um, a lot of youth um, voters mobilized and turned out the vote um, after, you know, just inaction by our lawmakers. It was um, the adults not acting like adults and the younger people that had to step in and kind of take control of basically our own lives. And I think we're seeing that again in, you know, 2022. We were able to elect a slew of, you know, folks who are willing to stand up to the NRA and stand up to the status quo and fight for change in Congress. But it wasn't enough in 2018 and in 2020. Um, and finally, we got um, the biggest piece of gun safety legislation passed in 30 years, but more has to be done. And I think especially after the shootings in Buffalo and Uvalde and countless others of school shootings we've seen this year, young people especially are, you know, how Barack Obama said it, sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we're really looking to elect more people who are going to stand up to the gun lobby and do the right thing. Um, and especially in New York 11, my congressional district, where um, Max Rose is running to unseat Nicole Maliotakis, um, this is a woman who voted against the um, bipartisan gun control bill um, that the House passed. Um, one of the few Republicans who voted against it. And she voted against universal background checks. She voted against having um, the ability to make sure people on the terrorist watch list aren't able to purchase guns. I mean, there's many attitudes in regards to the Second Amendment and gun control that I'm willing to, you know, compromise on. But these are just common sense measures that will keep everyday Americans safe, that will keep our children safe in schools. And to vote against those types of um, measures and legislation, that it, it's just so basic that, you know, should already be in law. It just shows that she's bought and paid for by the NRA. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your work and your advocacy. And me too. I'm hoping for a blue wave. Um, you know, and you know, whatever the results are, I'm not going to stop fighting. And I know you're that kind of person too. We're going to yes. get out there. We're going to vote, not just vote. We're going to be engaged because we do create the future. That's all there is to it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And there are always setbacks in anything we do. And with every setback, we just have to learn from our mistakes and what went well and what didn't. And, you know, use that as our arsenal for the next election cycle. Yep. Thank you so much for talking with us today. And Radio Gag will call you back. Thank you, Julia Larkin, for uh, being on our show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. And we want to say thank you to Sean Stefanik, Ty Kersley, Robert DeDominic, and the Radio Gag team for today's show. I'm Sarah Germaine Lilly, and now we'll share a clip from last week's No MAGA Maliotakis event in Bay Ridge with Rise and Resist and Max Rose's office. Here's Virginia Vitzum.
were pushed by two particularly horrifying, heartbreaking massacres. In May, 10 people were killed while grocery shopping in Buffalo. Just a week later, 19 children and two teachers were murdered in their elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. The House introduced a bill called Protecting Our Kids Act, which called for prohibiting the sale of assault weapons to children under 21, tightening gun trafficking laws, a ban on gun magazines that hold 10 or more rounds of ammunition, voluntary safe storage practices for guns. Given the scale of American violence, those were small asks. But Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis voted against the bill. with us, please go to gazeagainstguns.net or follow us at gazeagainstgunsny on Facebook and Instagram or gagnoguns on Twitter. And be sure to check out our website to learn more about actions. Sign up for infos about meeting and actions at gagsignup at gmail.com. A great way to get involved right now is to come out to our Trans Day of Remembrance event on Sunday, November 20th at 4 p.m. at the Stonewall Inn in Greenwich Village. We'll be looking to have people help us with the event, so please sign up. Remember that you can contact us at gagsignup at gmail.com for that, and we are looking forward to hearing from you. And you can come to a meeting. We meet the last Thursday of the month at 7 p.m. in Manhattan at the LBGT Center on 13th Street. And there we are going to plan all kinds of great actions and protests, including the National Vigil for Gun Violence Prevention. That is going to be December 7th in Washington, D.C. So please join us. There's so many things to do. You do not have to sit around and just watch the numbers of gun deaths rise. You can take action to fight, to reduce deaths and injuries from gun violence. Everybody is welcome at any and all gag events. And remember, you 
are welcome to come to our gag meetings. And please remember do become a BAI buddy in the name of Radio Gag. We're asking you to call 212-209-2950 and pledge your support for Radio Gag and WBAI for as little as $10 a month or make a one-time contribution of $60 or more. Go to give to WBAI.org. That's give to WBAI.org or call 212-209-2950 and pledge to Radio Gag. And now it's time to end our show. Don't forget, you can listen to our previous shows anytime on the WBAI website or on any major podcast platform. And we'll leave you with our fabulous political singing quartet, Sing Out Louise. Have a great and safe day, everybody. And don't forget to vote. Taylor never spoke about how she planned to vote. Now the girl is woke, mm-hmm. cause the country's broke, mm-hmm. she is not afraid to fight, stand up for human rights, for the LGBTQ, mm-hmm. folks of color too, mm-hmm. yeah she's resisting, can't stop she's persisting, and she is insisting, you do too, and we're all gonna be alright. All the haters full of hate, 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 hate. They don't know what makes us great, 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 great. And November is the date, 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 date. Gotta vote them out, vote them out. GOP is on the take, 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 take. Saying climate change is fake, 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 fake. While they let the planet bake, 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 bake. Gotta vote them out, vote them out. Let's fight for Medicare. The schools that need repair. We want equal pay, mm-hmm, and no more NRA, mm-hmm. Stand up for the law, stand up for the law, impeach for Kavanaugh, screw you Kavanaugh. They want to take our choice, nah-uh, cause we have found our voice, yeah-uh. Yeah, we're resisting, can't stop, we're persisting, and we are insisting, you do too, and we're all gonna be alright. All the haters full of hate, 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 hate. They don't know what makes us great, 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 great. And November is the date, 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 date. Gotta vote them out, vote them out. GOP is on the take, 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 take. Saying climate change is fake, 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 fake. While they let the planet bake, 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 bake. Gonna vote them out, vote them out. Hey, 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 just think. While you've been out getting down and out about the liars and the dirty, dirty cheats in the world, you could have been getting down to this sick beat. Rich white men got a new Kremlin and it's in D.C. But we ain't gonna take it to the phony billionaire with the hella orange hair. There are more of us than you and we will vote you out. All the haters gonna hate, 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 hate. They don't know what makes us great, 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 great. And November is the date, 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 date. Gonna vote them out, vote them out. GOP is on the take, 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 take. Saying climate change is fake, 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 fake. While they let the planet bake, 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 bake. Gonna vote them out, vote them out. We're gonna vote them out, vote them out. Yeah, vote them out, vote them out.